why don't you just um, maybe bow down your heads and um, if you can, maybe close your eyes and uh, talk to God. Lord, I've come to listen to you this morning. I've come into your presence just as I am. But I don't want to go back the same. Lord, speak to me. Talk to me. At this moment, I would like to encourage someone to... In the beginning of the intercession, as we gathered as a group and we were praying, I had a sense of God saying, a lot of us, we have a lot of weights, a lot of uh, concerns, a lot of circumstances that are overwhelming, that are so uh, pressing on us that it's like for a few number of people, it's like even your mind is jammed. Before I go into the word or before we share that word, I really want you to offload do this spiritual exercise of breathing in the breath of God and breathing out every pressure, every weight, every concern. And as you breathe out, have in mind that this is me taking out of me all the fears, all the worries, all the concerns. And as you breathe out, when you continue breathing in, imagine yourself breathing in the breath of life. Imagine yourself receiving the life of God. Amen? So, Father, we come into your house this morning vulnerable, but yet full of faith. We come with humility. And we say, Lord, minister to us. Meet us at the point of our needs. We want an encounter. We want an experience that we will build our lives on. We entrust this service the rest of this time into your able hands. Come Holy Spirit and take us where you want us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Matt asked me a couple of uh, uh, weeks or if not uh, a month or so ago to be praying and have uh, a topic to share with you. And uh, uh, most of the time when I'm asked, uh, I don't have to think f uh, far. Immediately what comes to mind is I uh, talk about faith because that is my favorite topic. And, uh, um, um, and as you realize, even though the title is not just faith, but... Uh, uh, in every sermon that I preach, some way, somehow, I'll end up talking about faith. So I will be uh, hopefully building some of you your faith today so that uh, in the rest, in the couple of weeks that are left for the rest of the year, that in spite of what is going on, 
that you can hold on to the integrity of the word of God. You see, a lot of things are going on in our lives. But if we are able to take our eyes off the circumstances, off the waves, off the, the, the storms, off uh, all the challenges, and we can fix our eyes on the one who has uh, every answer to any situation, let me tell you we'll have uh, a good testimony. Amen? I think this thing is disturbing a little bit. I better take it away from me. Thank you so much. So today, really what I want you to have in mind, the Lord brought to me this word in the book of Job chapter 38 verse 33. I'm talking about the price for more. Because I felt in my spirit that uh, there's more that God wants to do. In my life, in our lives, in the church, in this world in which we live, with all that is going on politically, uh, 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 economically, there is so much going on. And it is uh, uh, like I had a sense of, uh, look, bring to my people where they should focus their mind on. I'm not telling you to ignore or to live as if the reality that we are faced with does not exist. But I want you to come to the realization that in the midst of it, if you are able to focus on what matters, on what is the the very core of creation, let me tell you things will be turned around. Amen? So Job chapter 38 verse 33 says clearly, Knoweth thou the ordinances of heaven, and can thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? And that word looks a little bit complicated, but the clear meaning of this scripture is that uh, when you are able to understand the spiritual dynamics, the things that go on in the realm of the spirit, then you will have a, a, a kind of understanding, but also you will be empowered to control the things that go on, on here on earth. You see, we have been in situations where we were faced with challenges, with problems, and we thought, I will go and fix it. I will go and sort it out. And the more, even like in an argument, you have a dispute with someone, and you say, okay, I want to go and speak my mind. And as you go, you try and explain you want to make things work out but actually you end up uh, making things worse why because what i have come to understand is that when you decide to only focus on the natural forgetting the spiritual aspect of things uh, it can lead you into trouble i hope you understand me so this teaching is about uh, calling your attention on what actually is behind uh, everything that goes on in uh, our lives uh, and if today or if lately or for, or for a while you have been going through things or you are in the place where you say there must be more to life than what I'm, go- I'm experiencing right now, then I believe God brought you here for an encounter, for an experience. But in order for you to be able to receive what God, I feel, has given unto me to share so that we can all grow with, I really plead with you, don't just listen with your ears. Listen with the ears of your heart. Open up. Leave aside any theology and allow, 
as I share the word, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, to bring to you the depths of what I am about to share. And what I really want to focus on is that uh, even though in life we all know that if you are born again, we all have the Holy Spirit. But the reality of uh, 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 life is that we are not on the same page. We are at different stages. We are at different levels in life. And those differences are determined by the level of our maturity, of our understanding of Scripture, and the application of it. I hope you understand me. So what I really want us to do is uh, to go deeper and to go further in the search, not only for a, a, a personal experience with God, but to learn the things that will help us to get that personal experience and grow in, in it. Amen? And what I really, uh, I mean, uh, the Holy Spirit brought, and I had to put it down here, we all know that no one can earn anything unless you are met with the grace of God. And a lot of us, on the basis of grace, oh, if God said it, no matter what will happen, it will happen. Let me tell you, a lot of people thought that way. When people were prophesied unto, when they left Egypt on their way to uh, the promised land, they had a prophecy. And actually, God spoke to Moses and told him that in 40 days, the people were to go from captivity into freedom. But because they did not do as they should, they did not uh, put into practice the expectations that God had, uh, even though the prophecy was right, Yet they did not enter, except for two of that generation. So for you to know that God wants to bless you, God wants to give you good things, and so on and so forth. If you have been given a, a good promise, it's a good thing, it's a good start. But if you leave it just there and do nothing about it, I'm afraid you may not get it. Effort is needed. You need to put in a sacrifice. You need to pay the price in order to be at the level of excellence, the level where you can be a blessing. I usually tell people the, 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 uh, the top is there for everyone to get to. But the problem is that not everyone is able or willing to pay the price to get at the top. And the most important thing is not to get there in the first place, but how to maintain yourself to the top and how to grow from where you have reached to a higher top that is where the challenge is so today i really want to share with you actually there are a, a, a few uh, spiritual keys that the Lord has revealed to me. But today I want to focus on just three spiritual keys uh, uh, that will release the best that God has for you. And the first key that I really want to uh, uh, share with you um, is uh, the price for the word. If you want to do anything in life, if you want to achieve anything in life, if you are born of God, and let me focus on that aspect, you can sit, you can come to church, you can have, uh, sing the songs, do all the things that we do. But if you do not have a personal commitment, if you do not open your mouth and invite him into your life, let me tell you, God can, God may rescue you because the Bible says clearly, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So it doesn't need necessarily that person to be uh, 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 saved, but only that uh, the person has to believe in the name, that, uh, that name carries power and it shall be saved. That salvation is about deliverance, it's about blessing and so on and so forth. But 
To be blessed is not all that God is looking after in our relationship with him. God is looking after a relationship. God is looking or looking for his lordship to be established over us. So the word that he has given is the foundation upon which we are able to not only understand him, but to understand what he expects from us so that we can achieve the things that he wants us to achieve. So you need to pay the price of the word. And by saying uh, paying the price, it's like don't just listen to the word of God casually. Amen? A lot of people can quote scripture. You just mention a verse and they will quote the rest for you. But actually, quoting the letter doesn't change your life. It is the spirit that backs the word. It is the understanding that you have. And scripture says in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 21, uh, that God reveals himself uh, through his word. Amen? It says in uh, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 21, And the Lord appeared again in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. You want to know God? Learn about him through his word. Amen? And the deeper you go, the more you delve into uh, uh, the word. The, word, the more you allow your spirit to be open, uh, and by the spirit I mean your heart, and to receive what that word carries, your life will be transformed. Amen. So you and I, if we want to do more, if we want to achieve more, if we feel we are in a place where there must be more to my life than what I'm going through right now, let me tell you the foundation for that more to happen is your knowledge of the word. It's your, it's your understanding. And why am I saying this? Because the Bible makes it very clear. We'll not read that. I just quote it in, uh, in the book of John chapter 1 verse 3. That there is nothing that is made that was made without the world. So if you want to do anything in life, it's on the foundation of the world. And so if my promotion, if my job, if my healing, if anything that I'm after is... Uh, uh, embedded in the word, then uh, I better go for that word. I better learn it. I better receive what is in it. So my uh, encouragement to all of us, even though we listen to the word of God often at church, even though we read the Bible now and then, uh, let me tell you, let us have a thirst. Let us be hungry in our spirit, for more of God. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2 says, May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and uh, Jesus our Lord. That is uh, the New Living Translation that we often read here. But I was interested, I was uh, talking to the media earlier on trying to put uh, on uh, uh, um, another translation. It says uh, uh, clearly that uh, we will grow into our experience of God as we learn more about God, as clearly said. It's not about listening to a sermon or a talk. It's not about just reading your scripture before you sleep, but it's about a spiritual knowledge and understanding and revelation of the deep meaning of that word. Because, for example, let me tell you, we all know the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, that says, by his stripes we are healed. But how many of us are unwell? 
Not that I want you to feel guilty, but just quoting that scripture, not applying faith to it, will not provide what it carries. So let us go for more. Let us go for the depth, the revelation that is in that word. It's not enough for us to have a head knowledge, but we need to have a heart knowledge, if it makes sense. Confidence and faith are built on the foundation of the word of God. If you want to see, you want to experience confidence, you want to display confidence in life, let me tell you, build your life on what God says. Because the whole of creation, no matter how complex, no matter the beauty of it, all of that was built by the word. God never entered into a laboratory to create the world. He spoke the word into being. So whatever is next in your life will not come outside the word. So if you find it in the word, if you speak it, if you pray with it, which is our second point, it's like the, the, the price of prayer and fasting. Because knowing the word and just keeping it or reading it, a lot of people have this uh, funny uh, uh, thinking that, uh, oh, as I read, uh, that word will just change me. Let me ch- tell you, reading the word is not praying. Are you with me? After you have uh, eaten the word, after you have uh, taken in the word, you need to speak it. The Bible says, Whosoever shall command this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. If the person does not doubt what he says, but believe, it will happen. So having the word in your heart, not speaking it, not praying with it, let me tell you, it won't change your circumstances. So here, I really want to encourage every one of us. I believe If you are here, if you are a Christian, if you are a believer, you pray one way or the other. But this is an encouragement to pray more. Our best example to to encourage us in praying is the Lord Jesus himself, isn't it? The Bible says what? He spent quality time. Even in the book of Luke chapter 6, it talks about he spent all night praying. Let me tell you, just quoting scripture, just reading scripture, just listening to a a sermon, let me tell you, it will give you knowledge, it will give you information. But with that prayer, without the foundation of the spirit, let me tell you, it won't take you anywhere. So the book of James says, for example, that for as the body without the spirit is dead... So is faith with that work. That is to say, if you use the word without the spirit backing it, and the spirit is developed how? By prayer. The Bible says in the book of Jude chapter 1 verse 20, Dear beloved, building up your most holy faith by praying in the spirit. The more you pray, the Bible says in the book of First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2, that he that prays in unknown tongue does not speak unto men, but it's the spirit that he says mysteries unto God. Verse 4 of First Corinthians chapter 14 says, he that prays in an unknown tongue does what? Edifies himself. So you need to be strong in the spirit, pray more. Don't be casual in your prayer life. These are not like those two or three minutes prayers that you do before you sleep. 
It's not this reading time that you have just before, after finishing uh, three hours of Netflix and just uh, have a few uh, mumbling words. No, 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 no. That won't take you anywhere. I want to advise you that your success or failure in life and ministry is determined by what you create and sustain in the realm of the Spirit. Things don't just happen, brothers and sisters. Things happen because people pray. Things happen because people pay the price of adding fasting on top of the prayer. You know, I mean, some of you know this scripture where a time came where some people went to uh, 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 the disciples to, be, uh, to, to, uh, so to pray for his, a man went to the disciples to pray for their, his son, and they did all they could, but they couldn't cast that spirit out of that uh, 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 boy. And uh, Jesus came and just spoke, and that, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the boy was delivered. And Jesus turned to them and said, look, uh, how long will I bear with you? This kind of thing will not go except through fasting and prayer. In the month of September, we had a powerful time of fasting and prayer here. Yesterday, I was speaking to a sister in the church, and she was testifying about this. It's the first time in her life where she spent a whole month fasting, and she saw results. Let me tell you, when you engage to the act of it, you will never be the same. Your life will be transformed. So my encouragement to all of us, don't allow a week to pass you by without taking personal time, depending obviously on your uh, health circumstances and so on and so forth. But I can assure you, if you are able to push a little bit more, you will get more from, uh, uh, from God. Amen? And may I say that fasting and praying is not only for pastors. Amen? It's not only for ministry. If you are able in your workplace, in your school, if you are a student, as a, 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 a mom at home, if you are able to entertain and develop a personal prayer life, adding fasting to that, let me tell you, whatever you do, you will do it with a, a result that will be above the norm. I've seen pe- uh, people in politics praying, and asking God to come and back them. And God stepped in and turned circumstances around. Somebody will say, politics? Yes. Business. When you go, maybe before your colleagues come, go early. Open the door. Speak. Declare. Prophesy over the business. Command the grace of God to come. Ask the anointing of God to be upon all that is going on. Yesterday I was talking to a family that visited us from London and they were uh, uh, testifying about uh, a sister that they know that uh, uh, works as a nurse. And whenever they have these complex situations about uh, putting needles into uh, uh, somebody's veins uh, and when it's so difficult, they all, oh, go and call Anna because she's the expert. And how does Anna get it? Because Anna will tell them, you don't mind me praying first. Oh, in some places they will tell you, oh, if it's this, get away from me. And actually she had that a couple of times. And they did everything that they could. They said, okay, the only one who can do it is Anna. So they went and called for her. And God also, uh, obviously, when you put him to the spot, he will honor you. 
Let me tell you, do not be afraid to put your God uh, to the front. Show off with your God. Let him be lifted. He said, if I'm lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. Amen? Amen. So may I say also that uh, prayer is not uh, just a platform for petition. Prayer is a platform for communion, transformation, and growth. That is why the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, and the Lord who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into his glorious image. The King James Version of this says, But we all, with open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as the Spirit of the Lord. Let us push. Let us, if you pray two minutes, I would like to encourage you, go don't just go for four minutes. Go beyond that. And grow in it. If you find it difficult to concentrate, if you find it difficult, call somebody who has more experience to help you in that journey. Amen? It is not all about praying once in a while. The Bible talks about praying without ceasing. That doesn't mean do nothing else. It means Pray without discontinuing. Keep the consistency. The consistency and depth in prayer are not just for those who are called to do the work of God, as we call it. So there is this third price, as I'm more conscious about time now. Amen? The price of the soul and body, which is the death to self. If you want to see more of God's power, you must subdue your flesh. You must put your body under control. Amen? And the apostle made it very clear in the book of Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but not I, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live it in the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I know uh, this must be a, 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 a New Living Translations. It's a, a bit similar, but uh, I just uh, uh, quoted uh, 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 from the King James. So it, it is me taking the decision that I will subdue my body. I will identify myself to what Christ has done. There is this author, uh, uh, Philip Yancey, that said, the proof of spirituality, uh, spiritual maturity is not how pure you are, but aware, your awareness uh, or the awareness of your impurity. That very Awareness opens the door to grace. Look, it is not all about you. It is about realizing that it is him through you. It is the grace of God, the ability of God. You exchanging your life. And it is a spiritual. You, we can talk about it, but until you submit to that exercise, let me tell you, you will not experience it. So my prayer for you today is that the Holy Spirit will help you get the understanding and to go a little bit further. Let me tell you, by you starting, the Spirit will help you. 
by you committing yourself to sitting at his feet. And the reason why I felt the Lord put this upon my heart, and I really want to end by making it very clear. I felt in my spirit that God was saying, many of us, we started the year with a lot of expectations, a lot of hope. But it is left with just a couple of weeks. And some of us, I was talking to somebody, uh, uh, I think two days ago, and the person was, oh, 2019 was so terrible, horrible, and I, I can't wait for 2020. And I'm like, we still have like six weeks. It took God only six days to create the world. Are you with me? So in six weeks, in five weeks, in a month, God can do much more. It's about you believing. It's about you pushing. And I believe this is a call to some of us. There is a destiny. There is a vision that you had. Some of you, you need to go back and revive those dreams again. You need to go back and bring back those things. But in order for this to happen, you need what? A genuine brokenness of your heart. You need to uh, uh, yield to the grace of God. You need to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Amen. And Psalms 51 verse 17 makes it very clear. The sacrifice of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. Amen. I don't even remember what time I started, but I think my time is over. Amen. Brothers and sisters, as I finish this, I have much more in my notes here. But I believe you, have, you, you get the point. Be led by the Spirit of God. Focus on the Word. Engage spiritually. Pay the price of dying to yourself. Put yourself aside and put God on the throne of your life. Your life will never be the same. Shall we stand?